back to another edition of the rogue pod it's your man hendo here and i am joined by my special guest yolanda b how are you doing today i'm doing well thank you for asking how about you i'm a little under the weather but you know the show must go on so here I hope you feel better soon are. yes yes i hope so too appreciate you appreciate you so Welcome back. We are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And this has been a quite interesting weekend. Like, we've given the people a lot of things. You know, Coach Evans has gone on with his countdown of the 32 teams ranked in order of positions. He's taken all the positions, graded them, and ranked the teams that way. So he kind of took out the personal side of it or people playing favorites. So he's doing that every day. And he had one earlier today, so make sure you check it out. Also, on Friday, we gave you a pop-up stream, lunch break, hot take, myself, Jose. Then you and myself came on Friday evening, hit him with that intentional grounding. Then last night, we had Ring King's podcast. And before that, we had Open Mic with OTR Mike. So we just hitting him over the head with content just daily. Oh, well, I'd like to add to that. Hmm. Let's just do a random stream on, I don't know, hmm, Wednesday of this upcoming week. I don't even know what date that is. Let's check the calendar to see. That looks like, oh my, July the 12th. Perhaps on the Rogue Pod, there can be a pop-up stream on that random day, July 12th. What do you think, Hendo? It's a strong possibility. Strong possibility. Because we also had another pop-up stream earlier this afternoon. Myself and Mr. Galloway, we did electric relaxation with Mr. Galloway. We had a special guest, Mr. Jamal from the pond, from over across the pond in the UK. It was a dope episode. Make sure you check all of those people out. Listen, I know it's a lot to remember. I know you're like, oh man, it's this channel, it's that channel, it's that channel. Yes, we have a lot of content that we're putting out, but you know, I kind of simplified things for you. And just like um, Lunch Break High Take, they have lunchbreakhighttake.com, uh, lbhtshow.com. You can go over to their website, but I also have a website, theroguepod.com. So if you want to find us, it's one-stop shop. You can go find all of their channels. You can also find Chris Just Joking from Deep Cover Podcast. You can find Suge from Suge Knight 323. And you can also find my man Ferris from LGR. So you go in there, you click on them. If you want to find their content, make sure you hit up the website. See if you like it. Tell me what you think. You know, it's my first time trying this thing out. Yeah, definitely check out the website. I need to do that myself. And thank you to all the YouTubers who are just really putting in the time and the work this off season to keep us entertained. So yeah. it's, it doesn't go unnoticed. So yeah. thank you so much. Yes. And do not forget tomorrow night at 9 PM on coach Evans channel, sip to tally. We have the Ravens round table at 9 PM with all the gentlemen that I mentioned before. Come check it out. It is a dope time, a dope group of brothers and I love doing it. So, you know, we, we just keep hitting you over the head with that content. Now, let's see who, who we got here in the chat. And, of course, speaking of Coach Evans, he's like, I'm first, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Coach? 
we got to keep that same energy podcast with Justin P. Make sure you check that brother out. He's he's growing over there. Like he's doing some things. He's upgrading his channel. Dope brother. Dope content. Um, Actually, he's the leader for this month's loyalty points. Just to throw that out there. Oh, let me hurry up and start putting some comments in this because we can't have that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a he's the leader right now. Mr. Jay's in the house. What's going on? We are in here. My baby girl, my oldest child, my daughter Jazzy. How you doing, Jazz? We got Anthony, Mr. T up in here. How you feeling? We got Brodney from Lunch Break Hot Take. Hey. Thank you for dropping by and hanging out with us. We got Living Big with Big Reg. What's going on, brother? Thank you for dropping by. And the aforementioned Ferris Muthana. Appreciate you for taking the time out, you know. Yes, Ferris. He is, he is, he, listen, he purchased a ticket. And we'll talk about that later. But he purchased a ticket, which automatically zoomed him up to the number one spot. Ferris, we can't do, we can't let that happen. We gotta, we gotta, you know, step up our game. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and listen, the month is going by so fast. We are already at the 9th of July. Listen, yeah. August 4th is going to be here really soon. We'll talk about that later. But, you know, let's jump into these topics. We don't really have much to talk about. But, you know, we tried to come on here, be consistent, give you give you some content, some, some things to spark up a conversation, so to speak. Um, before we get started, is, <laughs> is there anything that you want to discuss before we jump into these couple topics? No, not really. Just thank you all so much for coming and stopping by on this Sunday evening. We do appreciate it. We do. Open mic with OTR Mike. Make sure you check out that Hi, brother. Mike. Listen, if you have not, and this is for the people in the chat, this is for the team replay, make sure you subscribe to this brother. YouTube has changed its monetization rules, and you can now get monetized at 500 subscribers. And I believe Mike is at like 337, if I'm not mistaken. So make sure you go subscribe. Dope brother, dope content. It's a channel where the mic is open to everyone. No topic. There's no topic that he will not discuss. And sometimes he'll bring us on, myself and the crew, and you get to see a different side of us. It's not always sports. It's life. It's values. It's just a whole bunch of topics. So make sure you go check my man out. First, <laughs> First I said I bought a ticket too. Yes, you did. But that was for last month, bro. All right. Oh man, y'all starting off. Oh, it changed. The yeah. tip, Mr. Tip Jar man, changed. I no longer, no longer um Lamar Jackson dancing. Yeah, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying like to it. you know what I'm saying. I'm trying on a few different things. But listen, we starting this one off with a banger. My man first with the $60 tip. Appreciate you, bro. He said, let the games begin. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Ferris, I'm coming for you. I see what you just did there. I see okay. what you did, homie. So listen, if you do not know, we offer loyalty points in this channel. And the way that you can gain loyalty points is by just coming in, watching the stream, uh, comment, and just interacting with us. You can also get points by subscribing to the channel, becoming a patron, or donating to the channel. There is a link. <laughs> there is a pen link inside the comment section. I'm sorry. And if you donate to the channel, that also gets you loyalty points. If you buy tickets to the upcoming meet and greet, that does it. We give out prizes at the end of each month. And sitting right next to me is last month's winner. You know, she's got some special prizes on the way. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we, we try to do it. What's going on, D-Weezy? Thank you for stopping by. Yeah, Coach. I'm, I'm trying to keep up with you because every time I watch your channel, I just see something new and different. And I'm like, I can't stand Pat. Like, I can't stand by and just 
keep having these people lap me. It's fine if you pass me. I'm cool <clears> with that. But when you start lapping me, that's when, you know, I got to get in the lab and do a couple of things. So. so if you're wondering why I put um, exclamation point points or Ferris put exclamation point points or whoever else in here is doing that, if you're wondering what that means, it's just to show you how many loyalty points you have for the month. So that way you can keep track of who's in the lead, who's uh, ahead of you. And um, so I need to take a break and see who who's beating me. <laughs> oh, Brady got 1100 already. I know, but I have 1662. What does Ferris have? I got to keep up with Ferris. Uh, well, listen, give me a second while I update Ferris. Really oh, Fer quickly. Ferris might not be updated because he just put up, he just left a donation. So we'll, don't worry, update it. Don't Oh. Okay, well, just, just know Ferris is in the lead. Ferris is taking the lead. And I'm I appreciate you. Lead, Ferris. Watch your back. And Watch I appreciate your, your brother. Listen, Ferris is always donating and, and looking out for all the channels. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he realizes how much that we really do appreciate him, but we're going to show him when he when he steps foot over on this side. Yeah. So let's jump into these topics and see what you got to say. <clears throat> so first thing that we're going to talk about tonight is five Ravens that are under the most pressure for the upcoming season. Um, I read an article the other day and they spoke about this. So I'm just going to show you what these people put. And, you know, you just give me your opinion. Let me know how you feel. If you feel like this is accurate or you feel like they have missed the mark. So like I said. All right. No, that's the wrong one. My bad. This is the right one. So coming in at number five, it says Rockison is feeling pressure from all angles. Now, if a lot of people know when it comes to Rockison, I'm not a true believer. I, I think that he is serviceable. But as far as someone coming into an established defense, especially one highly ranked as we are, is he going to be able to contain these number two receivers across the league? And nowadays, number two receivers could be number one somewhere else. So do you feel like that this young man is under a lot of pressure? I do, because I think that overall he was not the most well-received um, addition to, to the Ravens defense this year, you know, this offseason. So I don't know that he is – and I, I really don't know a whole lot about him in terms of, like, you know, how he performed last season or, or – in seasons previous to that. So I, I don't really have a, like a, a starting point, but just from what I've heard, the little I've heard about him, um, he's got some work to do. He, he has some work to do and he's got, um, he's got to show that he belongs. He's got to show, he's got to prove himself. So I think he's a veteran by, you know, by virtue of how long he's been in the league, but along with veteran status comes, like you've got the the stats to follow and to prove it and to support it. So I'm just not really sure about him if he's um, if he's made his mark yet. So I think that's pretty accurate on Rockison. Okay, I could agree. Um, listen, when you come to a team and you have an All Pro playing opposite of you, I don't care if Marlon Humphrey made the All Pro team or not. He, in my opinion, is still an All Pro corner. He's one of the five best, in my opinion, in the league. Now, if he can keep that up, good. But just know that 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 slot corner and CB2 is, are going to be targeted a lot, a lot, just even with the passing teams in our own division. So he has a lot to, to make up for. He got some ground to cover because he wasn't with uh, really good defenses when, in Oakland 
I'm sorry, Las Vegas and Indianapolis. So he didn't have the talent around him. So we really don't know how well he plays because when you're on a porous defense, everybody gets picked on. Like they just take their turns. Like who's going at next? You, you, or you? So yeah. Before we move on, if if we can, if we can pull up Justin P's comment on who he thinks has the most to prove, one of the players that he has. And and I see um, Coach Evans got it before I did. You choosing violence early in the stream, sir. Mm-hmm. Early in the stream. Justin said, Justin, most pressure. So much pressure. Can you please tell me, Justin, in the chat, if you don't mind, if you're if you're comfortable, please tell me why you think OA has the most is you know has a lot to prove this year. I just want to hear your perspective, and then I'll certainly put your mind. I mean, I can give you my opinion. I'm, I'm not going to say. Well, I don't know. Do you think that first? Do you think Owe has a lot to prove this season? Most definitely. He was a first round pick. Um, maybe in in your mind, from your perspective, you don't feel like he has a lot to prove, or he has any any undue pressure put upon him because he didn't do much in college. So there are some people that feel like, listen. He came out his last season with no sacks. He wasn't looked at as a sack artist. So when he came to the Ravens, why should we consider him to be that way? It's kind of like sort of, but not the same as Jadavion Clowney. Like everybody expected Jadavion to come out and get 18 sacks a year, but he just didn't do that in college. He made plays. Now, can Owe get back to his playmaking days? All right, before we uh before we move on, we I got- do, and just let me let me correct something. I want to correct the record here. I do think OA has a lot to prove. I okay. absolutely do. So um, because of all the backlash that he's had, he had a really rough season last year. Mm-hmm. He had a decent, you know, first year. Right. And then the expectation, at least for me, was that he was going to build upon that. And he didn't. So although I am, as most of you know, I am a total OA supporter. I'm looking at him this year with the expectation that he absolutely takes a, a leap in terms of, you know, I don't want to just hear that he's got pressures this year. That's great. That's wonderful. That's lovely. But I need to see some sack totals too. So I absolutely am um, believing that OA needs to to step it up. Okay. All right. Before we move on, shout out to Brodney. We got another $10 tip saying, why why are you worried about Ferris when you still behind me? Like let me, send, let me let me let me clarify the record one more time just for you, Rodney. <laughs> Hold on one second. Oh, but the show can carry on. This is gonna take a minute. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> like OTL Mike always says, uh uh uh, not so fast, my friend. Um, he's not not ahead of you at the moment, but once I get to updating, he he's clearly in first place. Like clearly but uh justin p says answer your question because he was drafted in the first round to be our main pass rusher and he hasn't done diddly now i'm not an oa apologist like some people are but i'm gonna tell you like this once again you took this young individual that didn't have the sack production in college you brought him to a team and had him or tried to groom him to be your primary sack producer that is unfair to him now we brought in justin houston and made him a little bit better but he has had nobody on the other side of him just like and I hate to keep saying it's just like with Ojabo. Ojabo doesn't have Aiden Hutchinson on the other side to kind of clear things out for him. So, I mean, I don't want to cut him too much slack because he is a first round pick, but I didn't think he was going to do much. So he like he hasn't disappointed me at all because I knew coming out of college that the dude wasn't going to be about it. So, 
Okay, can we please put Justin's comment back up? I just need to come. I just, I have to. I just can't let it go. I'm sorry. sorry. Justin, I was almost there with you when you said that he was, I was there up until like the last two or three words where he is a first round pick. The expectation of first round picks is that you are ready to go. You, you, you are, you know, like this is your time. This is your, your moment. And I get it. But to say he hasn't done Dibley, I don't think that's accurate. That's, that's, that's an inaccurate statement. He might not have done much his second year. And I will stand by, I will stand next to you and say, and agree with you. Absolutely. 100%. But to say he hasn't done Dibley or did what I can't remember what he put on there, whatever, whatever your word was, I can't remember, but to say he hasn't done anything, I don't think that that is, I don't think that that's wholly accurate. I do think he has had some type of contribution, even if it's in his first season, and he definitely needs to step it up now going into his third year. He's, you know, like you've got two seasons under your belt. The expectation is like you need to like you need to perform this year. So and I will gladly come back on if Hendo will have me. I will gladly come back on at the end of the season and tell you I was right or I was not right. I was wrong. Like, okay, how did Owe do? Like, how did he perform the entirety of this season? Did he live up to expectation? Did he like, you know, like redeem himself from a very poor sophomore season? I'll come on and, you know, if, if Hendel will have me, I'll certainly come on and uh, chat it up with you guys about so, that. Chris, listen, are you sure about this? Because I could have sworn that you said the same thing about last season. And I've yet to receive my apology for the same topic that we discussed a year ago. Are you frozen? Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I no, I was trying to remember. I Don't, was trying to remember. I want the facts to be accurate. So, you know, if you know me, you know, I'm, an, I'm deep into the facts. And so they're going to have to be 100% accurate. So you can't. Oh, you don't have any beef, Yolanda. Hey, I don't hate anyone. So, no, that's not right. That's too much energy to hate people. No, 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 not me. <laughs> you hate to talk about Owe. I don't. I No, no, no. I dislike, oh, I strongly dislike the talk about Owe. But um, but going back, the, the record has to be accurate. And the record is not accurate. I didn't tell you going into year two, how many sacks Owe would have. In fact, the record reflects that I asked you how mm -hmm. many you thought he would have going into the season. You, my friend, were incorrect about your number oh, no. connected for him. Yeah, because you thought he was going to have double digits. I so did. I never, but I never put a number on him. I never said, okay, I think Owe is going to have a like slam dunk season. And I think OA is going to do X, Y, Z. I never said that. So why would I have to come back and apologize? I, I just did. thought he'd be a good player, a solid right. player for the year. Okay. So you know what's great about having a YouTube channel? You can go back and replay. Facts. Yes. Now, I didn't say that you put a number on it, but you did say, oh, give him to the fourth game. Then, it was, given, then it was given until midseason. Right. Then it was given until week 15. Yeah. Like you kept moving the bar and you said, you told me if he doesn't, reach a certain level at a certain point you'll finally say you're right he just was not as good as right. i thought we, he was we've i never got that this. we've discussed this and right. i told you and i said if we look at and again i don't want to like get the the games wrong because i know you guys are so much better at that and keeping track of like What's what games we played and like what number who we play i don't listen i don't keep up with all that okay but it was one game i think maybe game 16 i think 
or something like that. High chocolate lady cap. So Mm -hmm. glad you're here. Um, It was one of the games and he was horrible. Like he looked like a boy among men. He just looked out of place. He was just getting trampled upon. Like it was bad. But then the next game he came back and he stood up right. That was a plus. And then the following game. So it must have been like game 15. And then like game 16, he stood up right. That was a plus. That was that was small incremental improvement. And to the following game, the next one, he actually contributed. He did good. He did great. Because so, the man stood up. That was the middle game. The last I'm just saying, um, we're, we're, listen, we're giving props to a man stand a grown man standing up. If he a was having difficulty, athlete. if he was having diff- if he was having difficulty remaining upright in one game, he was vertically challenged, okay? In one game. <sighs> And Atlanta. then the next game, he came back and he did better. Then okay, well, I'm gonna give him some. I'm gonna give him some credit for that. Right. I know we're not here to talk about oh, we're the whole. Time. We're not. We're not. Number four. Oh, okay. Number four. Do you do the Baltimore Ravens trust Ben Cleveland? Um, for me, I don't think so because they keep giving a man competition. They took Salah and moved him from tackle to guard to give him some competition. They listen, and he may hit this year. I'm not sure. It's some sometimes it takes Eric DaCosta's draft picks a couple of seasons to actually do something. Not all of them. Ben Powers comes to mind because he just got a big contract, but I don't know. Um it's him, John Simpson, and Salah. I think they are all in competition for that spot. And to me, they they, they seem like three of the same people. Now, I know Simpson started 17 games last season for Las Vegas, but to me, they're all the same people. I think we need to go out there still. Uh, I think Dalton Reisner is still available in free agency. I think he's somebody that they should t- take a look at. But for, as for me, trusting Ben Cleveland, I didn't trust him when he first came in. He just, he's big, but he's stiff. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And, and guard, guard is an easier position to play. But he if you can't even pass your conditioning test, to me, you just don't got it. So. <laughs> We'll see if he passed uh, this year. <laughs> yes. And Fa'alele. Yes. Fa'alele. Yeah. Yes, I I He's just, to me, Fa'alele is like a raw talent. And if they can develop him and develop him well and do it correctly, mm-hmm. then I think I think Fa'alele has a lot of promise. Okay. I mean, we'll see. Um, fortunate for us, in about, what is it, 17 days, training camp starts? Yeah. So we'll get it. We'll get an up close look and see what goes on, see the happenings. And like I said, if they're not working out, I need EDC to get in his bag and go get somebody that we know can play. Yeah. You know, sign, sign somebody for a couple of years because, like, we don't know what's going to happen with Kevin Zeitler. Even if these guys do develop, we can sign Rosner, slide them over to the right. Like, it, it's so many possibilities. But yeah. I am not a GM. So, you know. Let us know in the chat. And if you happen to be watching this on replay, welcome. Thank you so much for dropping by. Let us know in the chat if you are planning to go to any of the open practices. And if so, which one? Hopefully it's any of them, but the Washington Redskins ones. Hendo decided for me last, uh, I think two days ago on Friday, that I'd be attending the August, what, 15th, 16th, the Commanders, the joint practice. So that's where I'll be. I'll be there. So if you're in the area and you want to come hang out and um, – Meet me and see the, the joint practice. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> Thanks, Hendo, for the uh, suggestion. 
All right, coming in at number three, the pressure is, <laughs> the pressure is in on Lamar Jackson to win with the Baltimore Ravens. Now, um, I know a lot of us don't watch a lot of sports talk shows, but sometimes I peruse to see what's going on and what they're talking about. And a lot of them are talking, saying that Lamar Jackson has no more excuses. Like, I don't think that he ever really had an excuse. It's a team game. You lose in the playoff as a team. You win as a team. But they said with the acquisitions that they've made this offseason, we yeah. can no longer say that, hey, it's Greg Roman's fault. It's having a lack of wide receivers. John Harbaugh is still the head coach, so to me that's still a deterrent. But do you think that Lamar Jackson is out of excuses for him to go out there and win multiple playoff games? And I just for me, it's just it's just a weird timing of it all because now the AFC is really stacked. So it's even harder than ever to progress. But what do you think? I do think that the expectation is that Lamar is going to come out here and be like, you know, Hercules. I think he has to be, you know, Superman. I think he has to be all of them. He has to do it all. Um, and thanks, Coach. I see you're going to be out there on the 3rd, August 3rd. It's great. Um, but I do think that the expectation is that you, you have no more excuses, Lamar. I, I do believe that it's unfair. I mm. don't think it is fair for several reasons. I won't go into them because, you know, for time's sake, we're going to for brevity for the sake of brevity. Right. <laughs> but um, yes, I do think that Lamar, the pressure is on him this year. And, um, you know, um, th- what I, what I'm concerned about the most, I'm not going to say what I, what I'm afraid of. I'm not mm. going to fear it, but what I am thinking about in the back of my mind is, Anything that doesn't go just so with this offense, it's going to not really be a reflection of Munkin, but it's going to be a reflection of Lamar. So if, and like last year, I'll say this as an example, last year we witnessed slow starts almost every single game. It was ridiculous. We did manage to squeak out wins. We were able to like, you know, on, on, you know, various games, we were able to like rally uh, our way back, but the slow starts on offense where we're just witnessing like first quarter, nothing. Mm-hmm. Second quarter, three and out. And it's just, it was, it was a constant thing. So if there's anything like that, I think a lot of that would be attributed to Lamar as opposed to Todd Monk. And I think he's going to take a share, you know, a, a fair share of the blame, but I do think when we, you know, listen to the commentators on the various networks, it will be, Lamar Jackson's name, who we hear the most. That is a wonderful point. And Rodney says he doesn't need excuses. He played really well in terrible circumstances. And that's the one thing that these people don't point out. And um, like Justin said, I think it was Emmanuel Acho that said that Nelson Aguilar is the second coming to Torrey Smith. Now, granted, the Ravens went out there. They went and got OBJ, Aguilar, um, Treadwell. But let's be real. They are not these same individuals that were in their prime we're praying and hoping that these guys can stay healthy. We're hoping that we can get past production from these individuals. They're just looking at name value. They're not looking at what players are we actually going to get. So, you know, he, he gets the blame regardless. I just think that they don't want Lamar Jackson to succeed because if he does, it's going to signal the change in the NFL. If Lamar Jackson goes out and wins the Super Bowl this year, the NFL is a copycat league. So what teams are going to start doing is they're going to start trying to find their Lamar Jackson. And the NFL doesn't want that. They don't want quarterbacks that think for themselves. 
They don't want quarterbacks that are comfortable in their own skin. And like uh, Mike said, he never made excuses. No matter what happened in the game, even the times when he got frustrated and showed his emotion and was yelling at Pat Ricard or whomever on the sidelines, you never heard Lamar get into any kind of press conferences and say, look, I'm not giving enough. The, the only thing Lamar ever said was they know our plays before we run them. That's all that man's ever said. So I just think that I hope and I pray these gentlemen stay healthy. They do their thing. And Lamar Jackson can shut up the doubters. And yes, sign DeAndre Hopkins. Lord, I don't know what he's waiting on. I was just about to say, and D-Hop, if you are listening, thank you so much for joining and tuning in. We appreciate you for stopping by. Please go ahead and sign with the Ravens. You'll be glad you did. And you can thank me later. Yes, I know he wants a Super Bowl. I know that man wants a Super Bowl. If you want it, this will give you one of the best chances. But I can't hold you. You go to Kansas City, it's gonna give him a good chance as well. Let's just let's just hope and pray that he does not that he doesn't do that. All right, coming in at number two, how much money can Patrick Queen earn this upcoming season? I don't know if I want to touch this because Coach is in the chat. And, you know, yeah, I don't I'm going to no I'm gonna bow out gracefully from this one. Um, I'll leave this up to you and, and those in the chat. And if you're watching on replay and you want to chime in on that as well. I mean, listen, it's a, it's a, it's a darn if you do, darn if you don't type thing. If Patrick Queen doesn't play up to expectations, they're going to let him go this offseason. You know, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. He's gone. If he plays extremely well, are they going to offer another off-ball linebacker another John contract? So, yeah, you know. I just I know. think price, if he plays well, which I do expect um, the Queen to do that, I do expect, uh, you know, to see a really good season out of Queen. I think he's going to price himself out of Baltimore. That's what I'm afraid of. Hmm. 16, 18 mil per year? Per year? Coach said uh, that'll be two linebackers, Coach. With a hundred million dollars, and I said this the other day, I think when I was with Jose. Listen, if we'd have just went and gave that money to C.J. Mosley, yeah. we wouldn't have drafted Queen. We wouldn't be in this predicament. We wouldn't have had to trade. We wouldn't have had to trade for Roquan Smith. So, yeah, I just, ah, mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't see it happening. But listen, this last offseason, the Ravens did surprise us for uh, overpaying for OBJ. So you, you never know. But I just don't feel like he's. Oh, okay. Please don't, Chocolate Lady Cap. Don't let. Don't let him go. hop go. No, no, no. We just can't take it. Just, so, Coach, you, Coach, you're resigned to the fact that that Patrick Queen is gone. Do you think that he's okay? Do you think that he's gone after the season or before the trade deadline? Because mm. that's another thing. If he plays extremely well to make that money, and you know a lot of players ball out during contract is, if he balls out that much and raises his stock. Do you think that they trade him before the deadline and give Trenton Simpson that spot? Mm. It depends on what we see from him. I don't know. That would be my response. It would, it would really depend on what we see from Trenton Simpson. Okay. Okay. And coming in at number one, is this J.K. Dobbins' last season with the Baltimore Ravens? This is And this is a good one here because it's been a little bit of strife. It's been a little bit of uh, miscommunications and back and forth and just mm-hmm. – I think it's been it's just been a lack of transparency on the Baltimore Ravens part. Like, listen, I don't I don't listen, I don't care if a player is good or bad or great, but when you know that you're missing your leader, you're you're missing your best player, and you're going into a playoff game down, and you say, Listen, put it put put everything on my back. Put everything on me. I respect that. Even if you can't do it, at least you're willing to say, look, 
we win with me, we lose with me. And yeah. the Baltimore Ravens have mm-hmm. insufficiently given this young man enough courage. Now, I know he hasn't been healthy, but hey, running backs, I hate to say this, are a dime a dozen, so to speak. If they feel that way, run him into the ground. I mean, y'all did that with Ray Rice. Run him into the ground. Let him earn his money and or let him go. I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I feel like this will be his last season. And I know you said that there's been a lack of transparency, but there was also a lack of transparency with Lamar Jackson. And look where we are. So I'll take a little bit of solace in that to know that okay, maybe. And this again, this is because this is probably reflective of like the fact that I haven't been a Ravens fan for for many many years, as as, as most of you right. or some of you have. So maybe this is a Ravens ish esque type of thing where there is a lack of transparency. But you behind like- the scenes, they are having discussions that we just aren't privy to. We don't know about, and then at the last minute or at the eleventh hour, something wonderful becomes of it. But I know there's a different position. You can't compare a quarterback position to a running back. So I, right. I, I understand the, the difference and, you know, the dynamics between the two, but I still am a little bit of hope. I, I still have a little bit of hope that this will not be JK's last season. Hmm. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you like this. There you go, Mike. PayPal. Whatever you want to do. Um, let me tell you, like, I understand. And listen, you can't, they, listen, the Ravens had to. There is no way on God's green earth that they could let Lamar Jackson get out of here. They could not have. This town would have revolted. Like it would have been you. Listen, there would have been riots everywhere. So it's not like and that's why we sometimes say we don't give Eric DaCosta all the credit for resigning Lamar Jackson. He had no other choice. What were your season ticket holders going to do? What was this fan base going to do if Lamar Jackson had gone to another organization? Nobody's going to those. Who's going to watch? Who's going to watch Tyler Huntley or Andy Dalton quarterback this team? So they kind of had to do it with 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 J.K. They feel like, listen, we found Gus Edwards. You know, we find gems in the later rounds of the draft. We find free agents that we can bring in here. Why not do it again? So I don't think that they really value J.K. that much. So I think I think he's gone. And and also the players have to want to be here. If yeah. you've mistreated me and mishandled me, of course, in the news and the media, I'm going to say, oh, I love Baltimore. I love the people of Baltimore. He may very well much love them, but he may not love this organization. Right. You know, that that love may not be reciprocal between himself and and Baltimore and the Baltimore Ravens. So in the back of his mind, he's like, I'm going to say what I need to say in front of the cameras. Mm-hmm. But let it be known. Season's yeah. over. Middle of the season. I'm going to tell my agent, reach out to teams and see what my trade value is. But yes, health is the biggest concern. So the screen, Mike. Um, all right, before we get into this next topic, got some news. Oh, oh, we got a tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. You all are just supporting tonight. Four dollar twenty cent tip from Brandon Buck. Appreciate you, Buck. It says, "Is it a Super Bowl or bust if the Ravens don't win a Super Bowl in the season? Is the season a disappointment?" I don't think so. Um, for me personally, appreciate the tip. I just believe that there needs to be incremental gains, incremental progress. I just think if we go in, we've, we've already gone and won a playoff game. We need to at least make it to the AFC championship. Now, I know 
Brent Fo- I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers is now in the AFC. You know, other teams are getting better. They brought in players to to kind of strengthen their weaknesses. But I think if we don't make it to an AFC championship game, then the season would be a bust. I don't think we have to necessarily win a Super Bowl because you got to realize we have a first year off a first year offensive coordinator with the organization. We've got three wide receivers that just came in. We've got Rashad Bateman, who we don't know is healthy. We got Devin Duvernay. Don't even know if he's going to have a job. Um, James Prochet. <clears throat> so, yeah, AFC Championship for me. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, I wouldn't call the season a bust, but we certainly need to at least um, make it to the AFC Championship. Okay. All right. So, and we need to give we need to give the Bengals a run for their money. Hmm. You think we're gonna give them a run for their money for the division title? I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. Listen, I know everybody thinks thinks that I'm crazy, but y'all keep sleeping on Cleveland. Oh no, Cleveland is number two in my book. Y'all keep Absolutely. sleeping on. And Cleveland, if you look back through it, Cleveland is the one team that the Bengals can't beat. I think Joe Burrow is like one in five versus the Browns. Like he can't seem to beat them for some reason. And if they can figure it out and do that with every other team, like they contend if, if Deshaun Watson comes back, like they like they scare me. Not real scared, a little trepidation, you know. Um they're built like the Ravens. They have a uh, they have a top five offensive line. Nick Chubb to me is one of my favorite, favorite running backs in the league. And defensively they're stout. And they just added Zadarius Smith. Yes, I'm, that's where I was going. Um, they have Zadarius Smith. So, listen, stop sleeping on Cleveland. But I, I think that the Ravens will give the Bengals a run for their money. I just don't expect them to make it to the Super Bowl. And if they do, hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, we'll see. Because I want Prochet to make this team. I like we, we, we're, we're, we're rooting for Prochet. We, we are. We're, we're rooting for Prochet. What's up, Andrew? How you feel? Yes, Cleveland okay. runs all over. All right, so all right. Time, to, time to pay some bills. Now, if you don't know, which you all should know by now, August 4th is the Roundup meet and greet in Howard County, Maryland at Busboys and Poets. Tickets are on sale. Availability is limited. But if you go over to eventbrite.com, link is in the description in the description and it's also in the chat also you can go over to my website theroadpod.com new website and you can get information from there as well now like i said not only are we having this event but we're giving away a ticket and tonight we are announcing the winner of that ticket now what's going to happen is we put the names from the winners of last week's trivia contest and they're in a hat my co-host is going to draw a name out of the hat and the winner has one week to contact me to let me know if they will be attending the event. If you are not attending the event, we're going to do this all over again until we find a winner that's actually going to show up. Yes, Ferris, I have a website. It is theroadpod.com. And if you haven't been listening while you've been in here, you're on there. Like your channel is on the website. Like they actually can go to my website, click on your phone and get to uh, LGR. Yes, Brian, I know you'll be attending because you are one of them. So, like I said, if you don't know, myself, Lunch Break High Take, Jose and Brodney, Chris Just Joking from Deep Cover Pod, Coach Evans from Sip Tally, and Mike from Open Mike with OTL Mike, we will all be there. There are also going to be some other surprise people that you may talk to 
in the streams and come hang out with us, get some prizes, some food. We have giveaways, goodie bags, everything. And yes, Ferris, there's actually a hat. Isn't it pretty? It is such a pretty hat. It's so cute. It has a little bow on the back, but I move on. That's not why we're here. So we not do why we're here. <laughs> I have to answer, answer this question. But anyway, so we ready? All the names uh, are already in the hat. You can hear them. There you go. I'm not going to look. I'm looking straight in the camera. So you can't say, well, she cheated. You want me to close, close my eyes? There you go. Eyes are closed. It's, it's not that serious. Okay. It's not that serious. All right. I got two. There we go. The winner is Big Reg. Big Reg. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, he's in the Discord, so I know he's going to reach out to me. So, well, I don't know. I don't know. Should we, should we possibly, you know, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like odd numbers. Should we possibly give out a second ticket? I think that's a great idea. One is such a lonely number. We might. So coming later this week on Intentional Grounding, we, we may do something to give out a second ticket. But if not, don't depend on it. Go out and purchase your own tickets. Eventbrite.com, the Roundup Meetup. Make sure, <laughs> make sure you get your tickets. It's going to be a lovely time. It's going to be great. You're going to have a, a fantastic time. It's going to be a blast. Please get your tickets. Do not wait to the last minute. Tickets are limited. Get your tickets. Can't facts. wait to see you there. Facts, facts, facts. Appreciate y'all. And this is just a way for us to get back to you all for supporting us, especially during this slow time, because it's really nothing to talk about. And you still in here rocking with us 40 minutes strong. All right. Moving on to the next topic. We have five vets that could lose their jobs. This is another article. <laughs> this is another article that was penned. And, you know, let me know what y'all think about this. Five veterans who may lose their jobs to younger players. Coming in at number five. Will Zay Flowers take the Baltimore Ravens return man job from Devin DuVernay? Hmm. I don't listen. I don't know. I Listen. You all know John Harbaugh and how he loves taking first-round picks and throwing them out on special teams. I don't like it. I've seen too many. Listen, that's how Owe got hurt in his rookie season. Yeah. That's how he threw out his shoulder. Excuse mm -hmm. me. That's how Jimmy Smith got hurt in his rookie season. He put him out there on special teams. He got injured, and we know how that you we know how that started a succession of injuries for him that derailed what I felt could have been a Hall of Fame career. So you know your coach, yeah. he just does the most. But listen. If they're trying to save some money, why not trade Devin DuVernay? I mean, that's just that's just my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a possibility, but I think it would be a bad move. What's going on? Hey there. Uh, good to see you. Um, I, I think it would be a bad move. I think it would be a bad move, but I don't know. Ravens kind of do some things that kind of make me you know, raise my eyebrows sometimes, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> what, what did you What did you do? Did you do something, Mike? Because I didn't I didn't get a notification. But listen, I, whenever, whenever, whatever comes through, when I find it, I shall update your points, Mike. Like we don't do any cheating over here. <laughs> so yeah, I just listen. I don't know, but we had listen for the first time in a long time. <clears throat> we have a lot of depth at wide receiver. And oh, okay. We got a lot of depth at wide receiver. So I think that 
even if he were to go down and miss some time, there are others that can kind of take over for him. But I don't want to derail the start of his career and start it off with injuries. Um, no, I certainly don't want to do that. Absolutely not. I want to safeguard, bubble wrap, whatever we need to do, Zay Flowers, <laughs> to ensure that he's uh, you know, solid for He remains that way. Okay. Well, can you talk for a second while I, I sure can. something real quick? I sure can. Okay, so let us know in the chat if you are planning to come to the August 4th meet and greet. Just drop it in the chat. Let us know if you've already got your ticket, if you're looking forward to it. Let us know. Also, I think, and, and while you do that, I think Hendo mentioned on a previous stream that, like, based on viewer engagement and, and like, whether it's something that the you know subscribers are interested in doing, he's going to look into doing possibly a tour of the Ravens facility. And with that, you know, I think there's a certain amount of people, 20 or 25 people that can actually participate in that. So that might be something too, that if you're interested in, you know, like let us know in terms of viewer participation, like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to hang out with Hendo and whoever else he, you know, rallies together to do that. I think that would be really cool. It would be. It sure would be. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think I, I'd love to go. I don't think I've, yeah, I've never been to that um, facility before. So, although I used to live nearby, I used to live near it, but I never, <laughs> I drove by it several times, but I never actually went into the facility, but I hear it's beautiful. I hear it, it, I hear it lives up to its name, the castle. So it does. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to my man over Michael OTL Mike with the twenty dollar donation. He said the best nation is a donation. Let me hold some. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to meeting you. Uh, I'm looking forward to meeting everybody. But I see Open Mike is going to be there. Bradley said he's going. Mm -hmm. um, Justin said he has his ticket. So this is great. So yes, it's a bunch of people. And also, <laughs> listen. That whole district is just an entertainment district. So it's a lot to do there outside of just coming to the meet and greet. And we plan on making a weekend of it. Like there may be some oh, other great. things going on throughout the weekend. So just great. get your tickets, come hang out with us. I guarantee you, you don't want to miss out on what's about to happen. Yeah. All right. So coming in at number four, Trenton Simpson was drafted to replace Patrick Queen. Now, once he was drafted, EDC said that wasn't the case, that he was willing to hold on to Patrick Queen as Trenton Simpson develops. So do you feel like this was a move made because they knew Patrick Green was gone regardless? It could have been. It could go either way. But I'm going to lean toward, yes, I, I do think it was probably that. Yeah. What do you think? <sighs> I, I think it was. Because like I said, they know he's gone. They're not going to get that man $100 million. No. And I'm sure that's what he, he's going to want. And if listen, if he can improve on last season, like sky's the limit to him oh we got another donation listen y'all are really doing it today. You are, you are, you <laughs> are coming out like we this is so great <laughs> showing your support and i'm so happy that the support you all are showing has nothing to do with your wanting to be in the lead for your points yeah, it's just genuine you know you are showing support so thank you all so much Rowdy says update my points you can laugh out loud at what I just said. Okay. I have a lot of I have a lot of points to update, sir. So they will be done after the stream, which is going to conclude shortly. So you know you'll you'll get to see your points shortly. So, but yeah, I just think you know Patrick Queen's days are numbered. I believe he's going to be traded for the trade deadline. So, 
you know, enjoy that man while you can. I've I've recently come to have an affinity for what he does. Like I've I looked at some games and I actually watched him play, and I've always judged him on his missed tackles. But he actually has played a lot better than I originally thought. Is he yeah. on that level of uh, uh, Ken Law or the other guy in San Francisco? No, he's not. But yeah. he does what he needs to do for this organization and this team. He plays his part. So shout out to Patch Queen and sorry for all the grief that I'm giving you. you See, I'm a changed man. I'm a changed man. I, I can admit when I'm wrong. But he still wasn't. We still <laughs> should have drafted him in the first round. We still should have took T. Higgins. That's all I'm saying. All right, coming in at number three, the Baltimore Ravens are about to get young on the edge. I'll let you take that one, Yolanda, because. <laughs> I mean, because once again, we're already young. Because unless we sign, unless we sign a veteran, I mean, we're about to get young. We're already young. What are you talking about? <laughs> we don't have a veteran right now. I mean, I, I guess Ty Spouser. But okay. So I mean, we're already young. What what what, what do they mean? Um, I just think with with having JPP and Justin Houston and to some extent Calais Campbell there, that there's going to be a youth movement. Or if these, these uh, OA and Ajabo don't play up to expectation, they may try to look at some of these other guys. Uh, I don't know. But I need you to stall for another second once again. You need me to stall? Okay. Um, <laughs> what can I talk about? Why, why do I have to stall? Because you have because Mike is wanting you to update his points. No, I'm not updating points right there. Oh, Mike just but Mike just said he wants you to update his points. He wants you to I will out. I will update his points, but I'm doing something else if you let me. Okay. Okay. No problem. Well, anyway, gang, we are nearing the finish line here for this 30-minute stream that has now gone at least 20 minutes over. But I don't know. How. I don't know. You don't know how. You had so many different topics. They were all good ones, though. But it was only technically, technically, it was only two topics. I think we we derailed by talking about oh wait for a wait, bit. That that kind of that kind of messed things up a little bit. Well, I'm not going to say it messed it up. It just you know delayed the time. But at any rate, at any rate, um, we appreciate you all for hanging out with us. I don't know if Hendo has any more topics, but we didn't finish. We didn't finish the list. All right, let me let me while I'm doing this, let's jump to the next one. Ah, number two, will Caillou Blue Kelly win the backup outside cornerback position? Do you think you think he's going to win that? How do you feel about the cornerback position? I think we need some depth there in the cornerback in the cornerback position, but I don't think he's going to win it. Just I think we need help. We drafted so much. Okay, but I still. I'm sorry. I mean, I did. I'm. I'm upset that Marcus Peters is gone. I'm still bothered by that greatly. So, but um, you know, I. I but to answer the question, sticking, you know, sticking to script. Do I think Caillou Blue Kelly is gonna? No, I don't think he's gonna get it. No. Okay. Shout out. Shout out to Open Mike for another twenty dollar donation. He says, "Get your tickets." Yes. In my bright. In my brightening voice. <laughs> appreciate y'all listen today has been a day like y'all have been showing us yeah, some love you. that's very some very sweet very kind of love. you all. oh hey how you doing Barbara? appreciate you dropping by Hello. i have not seen your name before 
Hi, Barbara. Thank you for coming by. Hope you're enjoying if you're I hope you guys are having a good time. If you're having a good time, hit the like button. And if you're not, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Hit the subscribe button. Come back. Watch another video. I promise you'll have a good time. Whatever you do, it doesn't matter. Just hit a button. Yes. And we appreciate all the support that you give us. All right. So we are down to number one. All right. What's number one? Travis Jones is ready to step up for Michael Pierce. This is something I'm going I'm to leave that to, um, I'm gonna leave that to, to, to Mike. Mike. Mike loves Travis Jones. Okay, Mike, let us know. What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah. How do you think, Mike, how do you think, how do you think Travis Jones is going to do? I think Travis Jones is going to be serviceable. I think he's going to be decent. He's. I think he's going to give us more production than Michael Pierce, excuse me, than Michael Pierce will, because Michael Pierce will inevitably end up getting hurt once again. I'm not wishing injury on anyone, but that's just his pattern. That's that's his pattern. He's going to play four or five games. He's going to have a nagging injury or be out for the season, and that's going to be it for him. Oh, okay. So, oh, listen, y'all just, oh my goodness. Shout out to Living Energy Drink for the $13.37 donation. It says, great stream. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. Thank you all for all the donations. And listen, we take these donations and we put it right back into the channel. This is what allows us to do the giveaways. It allows us to have the raffles and the things that we do. Now, the next one, I don't know. Once again, I don't know if I'm if I'm giving. I have two tickets. I received two tickets for the Indianapolis game, week three. Mm -hmm. Anthony Richardson. I don't know if I'm going to give one of the tickets as a giveaway. Ah, Ooh, this, this that would be great. Leave it in the chat if you'd like to attend a game with Hendo, and the was it Indianapolis Colts game. Leave that mm -hmm. in the chat if that's something that you'd be interested in doing. Having him do a raffle for uh, a ticket or for a chance to to sit next to him at, at a game and uh, cheer on the, the Ravens versus the Colts. Let us know. Oh, you going to have him on your channel in six minutes, Coach, possibly? Mm. Oh, that's right. That's Don't. right. I saw that Coach Evans has a stream coming up in a few minutes. So oh, yeah, we got please make sure you, after you leave this one in about one minute when we conclude, <laughs> make sure you head right on over to Sip, Sip to Tally and listen yes. to it. The and excellent content that um, Coach Evans always provides. Facts. Like, even before I knew who Coach Evans was, I was watching his stuff. So that's that lets you know that he has great content. But it's one thing that I ask of you, Coach. Don't tell Michael Pierce to look at this episode. I mean, I'm speaking the truth. I'm not saying anything that's, that's untrue, but, you know. You know, it's a, the Ravens probably already feel a certain way about us. They're like, these guys. These guys. I'm tired of, I'm tired of these guys. Uh, what time of the year the game? It is the third week of the season. It's the third week of the season. So it's still going to be warm outside. It's not going to be that blistering cold that, that you feel during the wintertime. Hmm. So. Thank you all so much for stopping by. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for participating, commenting, donating, just being, you know, your, your great selves. We really appreciate it. It's Thanks. been fun. And hey, Justin, I'm going to tell you like this, Justin. I am not the one that you want to go joke for joke with. I'm not the one, bro. Because if you want to do that, we can do that. I'm all for the smoke. I'm all for the smoke, brother. I'm just saying. But listen, I appreciate you all for rocking with us for this last 55 minutes. Like, you guys have been awesome today. Like, you are the reason that we keep coming back time and time again, even when there is no news to discuss. Um, Yolanda, I thank you for being a part of the show once again chatting it up with the people, just being your effervescent self. 
Anytime. Any, thank you. Any parting words for the people? Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. I hope you all have a blessed week. Look forward to seeing you again really soon whenever Hendo will have me back. But thank you again, Hendo, for having me. Right. right. So look, be on the lookout for a pop-up stream this week. Or maybe a couple. Maybe a couple. Um, maybe one on Wednesday. So. That sounds lovely. I think really? Wednesday, I think it's July the 12th is Wednesday. I'm not sure. But yeah, Wednesday, that would be nice. Yes. Surprise pop-up stream. Yes, 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 yes. So, oh, like, like you said, make sure to go over to Sip the Tally and check out Coach Evans and his stream that's coming up in a few minutes. So we about to get out of here. Remember, always think for yourself, formulate your own opinions, and most importantly, be somebody important. Be yourself. Until next time, y'all, it's your boy. <laughs>